episode number 23 of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi, I hope you're having a good week. I am recording this episode in a different room of the house today because I currently have two children who are self-isolating here at home. Thankfully, neither of them have it too badly, but I am hoping that they don't get used to all the extra room service, bringing them cups of tea, letting them eat in their bedrooms. Thankfully, the rest of us have been fine and we've been keeping them far away from my second daughter in particular, who had her school production on four nights last week. As a team leader in the backstage crew, it would have been a disaster if she had caught it and goodness knows what props would have turned up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Before we get into today's show, I'd just like to mention again about the Wellness Reset Weekend that I'll be leading here in Dorset in the UK on March the 18th to the 20th. It'll be an in-person health and wellness weekend at the Greenhouse Christian Retreat Centre in Poole. If you're in the UK or anywhere nearby and would be interested in coming, the link to find out more about it and to book your spot is in the show notes below. I'll give a few more details about it inside the episode, but I just wanted to flag it up now. There are limited spaces, obviously, and bookings are coming in. So do grab your spot while you still can. I would love to see you there and be able to connect with you in person. Now, today we're talking about that very theme, the importance of getting away, the importance of times of rest, regular times to connect with God and to reflect on your life. And as you know, I firmly believe that health is very holistic. It's all interconnected and our spiritual health as well as physical rest is a real part of the big picture of being able to live up to our fullest God-given potential in this world. So I hope you're going to enjoy this episode today. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer as always, the information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, If you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. I believe that there are four important elements that we should be trying to fit into our schedules on a daily, weekly, quarterly and yearly basis. And these are rest, reconnecting with God, reflection and planning. Okay, so I couldn't find a good R word for the last one, but let's go through each of the four parts and then I'll talk about when and how you can try to fit them into your schedule. So let's start with number one, which is rest. In our busy world today, we often mistake recreation for rest. We rush around all week with work or school or ferrying kids here and there, and then the weekend comes and we feel this need to keep on doing. And so we schedule in social events or sporting events. 
Now, these are all well and good, but we have to ask ourselves, are we really resting? As you know, Jesus regularly took time out to be by himself and rest. Since he was being followed around by large crowds most of the time, as well as training and teaching his close disciples, he literally had to get away to a deserted, quiet place. But you know what? He made this a priority. He realised that it wasn't good to burn himself out on doing things for other people all the time. He needed a break. We read in Luke chapter 5, Yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. You see, Jesus knew that he needed times of rest and he also realised that his disciples needed a break too. In Mark chapter 6, the disciples had just come back from a mission trip where Jesus had sent them out to spread the good news and they were all excited but they were also tired. And we read, The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. And so they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. Now, unfortunately, the story continues that they were actually followed by a large crowd and ended up having to help distribute food to 5,000 people. But you know what? Life happens. (laughs) But Jesus had acknowledged that rest was really important. And of course, what better place to find out that rest is really important to God than in Genesis chapter 1. God created the whole world and everything in it. And then what did he do? He rested. Rest is a really important theme throughout the Bible. And you can read more about rest in Hebrews chapter 4. And of course, Modern medicine today is just catching up to this idea that our bodies, minds and spirits do need regular times of rest to combat this epidemic of stress that we're facing in today's modern world. We can never switch off, we're always online and so it's more and more important today than ever to find times to rest and we need to be proactive and intentional about that otherwise it's just not going to happen. So that was the first one, rest. The second one is reconnecting with God. When Jesus regularly withdrew to lonely and quiet places, he wasn't just resting, he was also reconnecting with his heavenly father through prayer. And it's so important that we also make time to do this. Henry Nguyen writes, We do not take the spiritual life seriously if we do not set aside some time to be with God and to listen to him. Do you remember the story of Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10? The two sisters were really busy. Suddenly they had all these guests descend upon them and they had to prepare food and provide hospitality. In Luke chapter 10 it says, But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made and she came to Jesus and asked him, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Now, I don't believe that Jesus is saying that what Martha was doing wasn't important. You know, after all, people do need to eat. But the message here is that in the midst of all the busyness, we must make time to put God first and to sit at Jesus's feet for a while, just soaking in what he has to say to us. 
There's a book by John Mark Comer that I can't recommend highly enough, and it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And in this book, he talks about the importance of silence and solitude and Sabbath. And these are all disciplines that sadly are being lost in our busy modern lives today. But Jesus knew that he would be functioning at his very best only when he'd spent time in prayer with his father. And we also need to get our heads around that. It seems a bit counterintuitive, doesn't it? After all, if I'm really busy, then the easiest thing to do, the easiest thing to let slip, is my quiet time with God. I love this quote by Martin Luther. He says, I have so much to do that I shall spend the first three hours in prayer. I mean, who can do that? You know, it's so hard to jump off the hamster wheel, isn't it, when we're really busy? And yet, I wonder if you've noticed that on those days when you have been able to set aside time to be with God in the morning, then the rest of the day just goes so much more smoothly and you seem to get so much more done. Have you noticed that? I know that I certainly have. The third R is reflection. Socrates famously said, the unexamined life is not worth living. Now, I'm not sure that I'd go as far to say that it's entirely not worth living, but he certainly does have a point. If we don't take time to reflect on how things are going, how we're doing in certain areas, then it's difficult to know how to improve and what to focus on. We can't live up to our full potential if we're not regularly checking in with what's working and what's not working. Oliver Wendell Holmes says, To reach a port we must sail, sometimes with the wind and sometimes against it, but we must not drift or lie at anchor. I love the book by Michael Hyatt called Living Forward. Michael Hyatt picks up on this concept of just drifting along in life. Drifting, he says, has five consequences. Confusion, expense, lost opportunity, pain and regrets. And so we need to become aware of our current location and decide where it is that we want to go if we want to avoid just drifting along in life. And the same is very true of our health. If we're not careful, there's little seemingly small insignificant habits such as overeating a little bit on sugar or watching TV instead of exercising may well turn into larger consequences of diabetes and obesity later on in life. Instead, regularly reflecting on all aspects of our life, our spiritual, emotional and physical health, we can make sure that we're keeping on track and not drifting. But we do need to make time for this. We do need to be intentional about it. And finally, our fourth step. And if you can think of a good R word for this, then please let me know. And it is planning. Once we've rested and reconnected with God and reflected, it's good to plan where it is that we're wanting to sail. As the quote by Zig Ziglar goes, if you aim for nothing, then you'll hit it every time. Now, obviously, as Christians, we know that God is ultimately in charge and that many times circumstances are just simply out of our control. Proverbs 19 verse 21 says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. However, I don't believe that God just wants us to sit back and wait for him to show up. At least, that's certainly not what the rich man was expecting in the parable of the talents, was he? God himself is all about plans and having a purpose, and I believe that we too, who are made in his image, function at our very best when we have goals and plans in place, as long as we learn to hold those goals and plans lightly. We've talked a lot about goals and habit setting in previous podcasts, so I won't go into that again here, but I do encourage you, if you haven't already, to have some kind of planner or journal where you can dream with God about your future and make plans together. 
And if you are looking for a great Christian planner, then I highly recommend the Horatio planner. And you can find my special link in the show notes for 10% off that, if that would be interesting to you. Okay, so just a quick recap. We should be looking to make time for rest, reconnection, reflection, and planning on a regular basis. But how do we actually do that? Well, if you can, I recommend carving out time in four ways. Firstly, daily. So try to find some time every day for rest. It might just be half an hour with a cup of tea and a good book, or it might be a gentle walk outside in nature or even just around the block. Try to find some time every day to rest. And also, time every day to reconnect with God. So that could be 15 minutes of Bible reading and prayer first thing in the morning, or it could be just before you go to bed. It could be listening to a Bible app, or it could be doing some Bible notes some kind of reconnection with God on a daily basis. And also the daily reflection and planning could be part of this regular time with God, either in the morning or in the evening. Just a quick reflection on how the day went or how the previous day went, and then checking in with your planner to see what's coming up today. So that's daily. And secondly is weekly. Now, if you can make time for some kind of Sabbath, I highly recommend it. It doesn't have to be a Sunday, especially if you actually work for a church and Sunday is a really busy day for you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a whole 24 hours. But do try to make sure that you have one day a week, which looks a little bit different to all the others. And on this day, you're taking time to rest, to be with family, to do something fun and to reconnect with God in some way that's different to all the other days of the week. In terms of reflection and planning, Sunday evening is a great time to check your schedule for the week ahead and to make sure that you're making room for those big rocks that we talked about in episode 22. So that's weekly. And then there's quarterly. In his book, The 12-Week Year, Brian Moran recommends breaking up the year into 12-week chunks with a, a buffer week to reflect. So effectively, we're dividing the year into quarters. So quarter one, for example, could be January, February, and March. Quarter two could be April, May, and June, and so on. Planning ahead for a whole year at a time can be really daunting, but when you're just looking ahead at the next three months, everything seems so much more manageable. And then as situations change, you can tweak your plans and your goals for the following three months accordingly. So I really love to do this and I recommend that you put time in your diary for some kind of reflection morning or a whole day if you can manage it once every three months just to do all the things that we've talked about. To get away, to rest, to reconnect with God, to reflect on the last three months and to make some plans for the next three months. So this could be at a coffee shop or it could just be outside in nature somewhere if the weather's good. But try to book something into your diary once a quarter, some kind of reflection morning. And finally, yearly. Now, I highly recommend planning in some kind of getaway or retreat at least once a year, ideally overnight. And again, this is for the same thing, for rest, reconnecting with God, reflection and planning, but obviously over a longer period of time. Now, I first started doing this back in 2012 when we were home on furlough one year and I booked into this lovely, friendly Christian retreat centre not too far away and had two wonderful nights to myself. I came back so much more refreshed and ready to get back into my busy life with three young children at the time. 
Now, you might be thinking that this is just simply impossible for you. But you know what? With some planning ahead and reaching out to family and friends for help, if you have young children or you have other things that are difficult to juggle around, I hope you find that it's actually more doable than you imagine. And it is so worth it. And little did I know back in 2012 that 10 years later, I'd actually be running a whole weekend retreat at that very same retreat centre myself. The Wellness Reset Weekend is the perfect opportunity for you to pause your busy life, to take stock of where you are health-wise and to set some new goals going forward. We'll be diving into topics such as optimal nutrition, exercise, stress management, sleep and self-care. And I've personally stayed myself at the greenhouse pretty much every single year since 2012, either on my own or with my husband or for a weekend workshop, and I just love going there. The centre itself is so welcoming and friendly and calm, and the grounds of the old house are really beautiful. And you're within a 20-minute walk of one of the best beaches in the whole of Europe. However, this is March in England, so the weather is not guaranteed, so don't get your hopes up. Also, if you'd like to make more of your time away, either before or after the weekend, then the stunning Jurassic Coast is a wonderful place for coastal walks and places to visit. And yes, it's called the Jurassic Coast because you really can find fossils here. So if you are interested in enjoying the restorative atmosphere of the greenhouse, spending time with God, coming away with some clear action steps for creating new vitality, balance and joy in your life in a sustainable way, then do check out the Wellness Retreat Weekend. The dates again are Friday the 18th to Sunday the 20th of March 2022 and that's at the Greenhouse Christian Centre in Poole, Dorset. But if you're local to the area and would prefer just to be a day guest, then please hold off until the end of February to make your booking because you can then discuss that with the centre for a reduced rate option. But obviously they'll be wanting to give priority to residential guests first. So the link to book is in the show notes below. I really hope to see you there. It would be so much fun. I hope you found this episode helpful. Until next time, take care and go and get some rest. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.